0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Good to have you join us this morning. Hope you had a good weekend. I hope you're ready for a new week. And I hope you're ready for a few moments devotional in the book of Revelation. Yes, uh, more and more I'm seeing this book's important to encourage you and I as we walk through challenging days as followers of Jesus. So let's pray and see what the Lord has for us this morning. Lord Jesus, thank you that you reign. We are so Glad, reassured that you reign. We don't always understand what's going on around us, but we thank you that you reign and we belong to you and we are secure in you. I pray this morning you speak to us. Tricky things we're looking at, please help us. I pray as we open this book that is to, to encourage us to, to give us insight into. Uh, what's going on in the world around us. So come and help us, Holy Spirit, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, um, slight recap as we get in going this morning. This book of Revelation to encourage us, written at difficult times. John is on the island of Patmos because the Romans are persecuting Christians. John's a troublemaker, he's a church leader. Get him out of the way. Um, and uh, and the Lord, God wants to speak to the church in Tricky days, challenging days, to let them know um, what's, what, 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 what really is going on. That uh, In looking at the book of Revelation, the first thing we see is a, a vision of Jesus, and he reigns gloriously, magnificently. The second thing we see is that he's walking among the church, the candlesticks. He, he's, he's with us, he sees, he knows, and he has, a, has words for us as a church. Then we've got a series of, of seven visions and all of these visions are looking at the church age between the first coming and the second coming from a different perspective to, to help us understand what's going on. And we've already done, uh, I don't know how many have we done so far? I think four, four of those visions. Uh, the, the scroll, which is who's in charge of history. The trumpets, uh, what are the warnings in the world all about? Uh, what else do we have? The spiritual battle revealed. We saw that, that uh, Satan's a he's a counterfeiter, a deceiver. And just like there's, the, ho- there's the, the wonderful Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, there's the unholy Trinity, the, the dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. Uh, we're going to see some more of the, the uh, counterfeiting of Satan this morning. Then we saw the vision of the bowls of wrath um, when painful things happen across the earth. Uh, so here we go. We're in chapter 17. And in verse 1, and the heading in my Bible says, Babylon, the prostitute on the beast. Let's read a verse and I'll explain it. One of the seven angels of the seven bowls came and said to me, Come, I'll show you the punishment of the great prostitute who sits by many waters. with uh, With her, the kings of the earth commit adultery and the inhabitants of the earth intoxicated with the wine of her adulteries. Okay satan's a counterfeiter jesus has his city jerusalem zion that's us the bride of christ satan has his equivalent the prostitute babylon okay Uh, babylon of course that's where the people of god were were taken off to when they were captive in babylon in our day people are captive in spiritual Babylon, the cultures of the earth, the, 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 the worldly cultures around us that are so seducing. So um, that's what this, this this prophecy is all about. You see, Satan, he'll attack Christians directly, and they were finding that in Rome through persecution, being put to death. But he also attacks them subtly through seductions. That's what the prostitute's all about. And, and you know it's true, people get lured lured into things that end up wrecking them christians get drawn away from the lord by the seductive ways of the culture around them okay so that's what this prostitute's all about luring people to their ruin okay but what we see here um i'm going to show you the punishment of the. we're going to see she's going to be brought down that's what we're going to see here worldly worldly, godless culture, the materialistic culture around us, us, is going to be brought down. For them, it was Rome. Rome will be brought down. And, of course, it was uh, not too long after. The angel carried me away in the spirit into the desert, and there I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast covered with blasphemous names and uh, had seven heads and ten horns. Okay, so what that's saying there is that worldly culture is riding on... beast satan you know we saw that there was the antichrist wasn't it it's the same description that we saw in chapter 13 the beast that came out of the sea ten horns and seven heads chapter 13. so worldly culture is being carried along by by satan and you know it's true you look around us at the the just the way people get um just into all kinds of addictions um for some it's more obvious than others but people being people being drawn away by the culture around them. The woman dressed in purple and scarlet, uh, glittering with gold, precious stones and pearls, mimicking the beauty of the bride of Christ. You read Isaiah 54, speaking about you know the, the beauty of Zion. I'll, I'll, I'll make your battlements of ru- precious stones and rubies. So it's so mimicking it, mimicking um, uh, uh, the beauty of, of the church. She held a golden cup in her hand, filled with abominable things, and the filth of her adulteries so seductive the ways of the world so seductive christians can get drawn in oh god forbid the name written on her forehead was a mystery babylon the great the mother of prostitutes the abomination of the earth i saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of god's holy people well that would be true in her in their day rome p- putting christians to death um, th- th- yep the blood of those whose testimony, who, who bore testimony to Jesus. When I saw her, I was greatly astonished. Not with wonder, but with kind of shock. Oh my goodness, that's what's behind it all. God, give us eyes to see what's behind the seductions, the culture around us, that we don't get drawn in. All I- right. I will explain to you the mystery of the woman and of the beast that she rides, which has seven heads and ten horns. We know that's the Antichrist, that's Satan, as it were. The beast which you saw once was, now is, and will yet come up out of the abyss and go to its destruction. The inhabitants of the the earth, whose names have not been written in the book of life from the creation of the world, will be astonished when they see the beast, because it once was, now is not, and yet will come. Does that sound familiar? Who was, is, is to come Again, the, the counterfeit, the deception of Satan. This calls for mind with wisdom. The seven heads are the seven hills on which the woman sits. Now, I've got to be careful here. That probably would direct their thinking to Rome. Um, but of course, you know that seven is a perfect number, and hills speak of of, of power and government. So um, there's there's a complete number. There are seven kings. Some have fought. Five have fallen. One is. The others not yet come. Now, some people could try and tie this down specifically to Rome. Um, was Nero the fifth after Caesar? I don't know. It would have, it would mean something to them. It, 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 in, in, in John's day, probably would point to Rome, but it also has something for us um, because worldly governments come and go. The um, um, when seventh, when, when he does come, will remain for a little while. The beast who once was and now is, is not an uh, an eighth king. He belongs to the seventh and is going to his destruction. I have to say, I'm getting confused here. I don't fully understand what's being said, Um, but I'm going to keep reading. It's speaking about earthly power coming to destruction. When they they come to their completion, they will fall. The ten horns you saw are ten kings who have not yet received a kingdom but for who for one hour will receive authority as kings along with the beasts. As I say, kingdoms that come and go. They have one purpose and will give their power and authority to the beast. Satan working through all worldly, um, worldly culture and authorities. They will wage war against the Lamb, but the Lamb will triumph over them because he is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings and with him will be his called, chosen and faithful followers. Now I'm going to stop there because it's been quite a heavy going one this morning, hasn't it? Headlines. Worldly culture around us is inspired by Satan and it's seductive. Sometimes... It's head-on and it's putting Christians to death. It's martyring them and so on. Other times, it's seductive, drawing them away. Babylon, worldly culture. Either way, Lord, give us eyes to see that we will live for the Lamb who was slain for us and is risen and will one day reign sovereign over all things. Lord Jesus... It's been tough reading this morning, but Lord, we want to keep our eyes on you. Lord, I pray that to, when challenges come, we'll stand firm. When uh, w- the enemy tries to d- lure us away, tempt us away, Lord, Lord, I pray, give us eyes to see what's going on, that we will walk well with you. Lord, we pray for one another. Keep us in these Uh, These challenging days that we will walk worthy of you in all that we do, see and say, because we want to live for your glory. Go with us now today, I pray. In Jesus' name I ask it. Amen. Well, bless you for sticking with us. Um, Sobering things this morning. More beautiful things tomorrow, I trust. Uh, So do join us tomorrow. Have a good day.